Alright, alright, what's up, Bragger Lee? You got your boy the commission sitting here chilling with the uh, good pals, Mr. Josie Gibbons. What's up, Jose? What's up, Braggers? And we got also featured on the pod, Mr. Logan Grubbs. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> with the sound effects and making his 2020 debut, everyone's favorite chocolate and vanilla himself, Mr. Tyler Davis Reed. Hey, what's up, guys? Just happy to be here. Thanks for having me. What's up, T. Reed? You sporting your Yankees gear? How you feeling about the uh, postseason series? It's not great, Benny. It's not great. You know, uh, we outsmarted ourselves last night, and it came back to haunt us. Uh, you know, going with an opener when you have somebody like Tanaka, an established veteran. Uh, I mean, obviously, shit the bed tonight. So who cares? You know, we're a game away from elimination. <laughs> Glad to see you in a real salty mood to start this thing. It's gonna be a good pod, I feel. Yeah, let's get rolling. Uh, yeah, well, well, great great to have everyone. Again, it's going to be an awesome night. Uh, so we're going to do a little bit of uh, matchup recap uh, for you guys. We're going to talk to T. Reed a little bit about his current performance. We'll talk trades, we'll do a little buy-sell. We'll get to say ACT watch, and then uh, we'll break it out for some commissioner chat late late, uh, late in the series. So appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, so let's get back to T. Reed here for just a little bit. So T. Reed, outside of baseball, Know you're a football fan. Know you're a big-time Cowboys fan. Know you're a big-time fantasy fan. Talk to me about the season. Well, not a lot positive happening. Uh, not great, Bob. 0-4 in fantasy. You know, uh, Cowboys don't have a defense. Um, I mean, State laid an egg against Arkansas this week. Oh, I forgot. Our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> Bro, I'll be honest, I forgot about State losing. I mean, the Yankees are a game away from elimination. Uh, my son didn't like the meal I prepared for him last night. He got pissed at me. So, you know. <laughs> well, what so, else could go wrong? Well, so be clear. Let, let the league in. What was it that you cooked it? So, Emily had something at school, so it fell on me to, to prepare his meal. You know, he's a big fan of grilled cheeses. So, I prepared him a grilled cheese, you know. Not too toasty, um, not too much butter on there, uh, but for some reason he just uh, was not feeling it at all, and so I had to result to the vanilla wafers, which he just smashed. And uh, nice save. Yeah, it turned out to be okay tonight. Uh, he threw a fit though. The grilled cheese went flying in the kitchen. Uh, might have had to walk away for a second, but you know, we're good. We're good. Next thing you know, Terry's drinking whiskey. <laughs> a little bit. I had a dip in, so that helped a little bit. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, Brooks, he'll come around. He will. He'll, you know. he'll get there. He'll get there. Um, well, bro, good to have you. Um, ha- happy to uh, happy to get to chat with you a little bit. See you back here. Uh, chilling on the back porch. A little warm tonight. Probably yeah. sitting at about, I don't know, 74 degrees probably. Um, no breeze, but I think we got good enough company. Um, I guess we'll see how it turns out. So, Let's get right into matchups a little bit. Let's talk about the last week. Uh, we had another good week uh, in fantasy. I think any week that we actually have games is going to be a good week uh, going forward. I know that COVID's really tossed us for a loop a little bit. Um, you can ask Jonathan Geary for uh, having to sit down Cam Newton. Um, but so let's let's get into them. We'll talk a little bit. So we'll start at the top here. Um, I've got uh, Mr. Josie Gibbons and the Nard Dogs here. Uh, looks like Josie took this one pretty handedly, 118 to 70. Uh, Nard Dogs ran into some injuries. Austin Eckler, um, who 
was, if I remember right, being aggressively shopped by Justin Russell pretty much all of last week, um, going down with an injury. Um, pretty pretty interesting. Grubbs, what are your thoughts on some of that? I know you got a few offers from J Ball. Maybe. I mean he was he was he was working the market the way J Ball does. Uh no, I mean it's just it's unfortunate. He's got a hamstring injury, you're gonna be out four to six weeks probably, grade two hammy. Um just uh I don't think Justin was you know, obviously he had no idea that the injury was coming, but he was he was definitely in a lot of offers last week from Justin. Um and so I'm sure he's now disappointed that he didn't find a trade partner to, to have to get rid of Austin Eckler. Um but uh but yeah, man, I think I think you know, we saw we just saw Jonathan Gary. Um, no, I'm sorry, not Jonathan. Was it Jonathan? Yeah, Jonathan got Justin Jackson off of off of uh, that's right off of Fab, as well as um, his backup for Chubb. So he he doubled down on his running backs, um, and uh, which which that's twice now we've seen in Fab uh, the the two biggest bids for two the two biggest running backs. One week, Stu Shoemake doubled down and spent like eight hundred dollars. And this week, Jonathan Gary spent about five hundred dollars. Five hundred two. Excuse me, five hundred and two of his <laughs> of his budget. So I mean, people are thirsty for those running backs right now. They're dropping like flies, and everybody's looking for one. And so I've got a few to trade away. You've got to love a five hundred two bid because you know it was. All right, I'm with five hundred. No, somebody else might do five hundred five hundred one. No, somebody might do five. I'm going to do five hundred two. Well, I, I think he double dipped and spent two fifty one on two players. So that's where the five two. Well, he, I mean, he 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 out not to add insult to injury, but he outbid Justin Russell by like a minuscule amount in that bid. Um, I'm trying to pull it up right now, but of course, Yahoo. that's what you want to see when you bid high. You want somebody to come in with you, make it work. I it. know, but for them to both bid so highly over two, you know, over two fifty on a player or whatever, and to come that close to one another is just—it's rare for the for bids that high to be that close to one another. Here it is: two fifty-one to two forty-seven. Oh, that's he good. outbid him by four dollars. So. Um, I like that. I like to see that working that fab late, yep. late on a Tuesday. And then, and then the Dearness Johnson was two fifty one to two seventeen. So I think Justin thought he was going to get one of those for sure. And Jonathan Gary went balls to the wall. Nice. Instead of the club glowing up, we've got the fab going up on a Tuesday. Yeah. So interesting backstory on on Justin's trading. So he did shop Eckler around a little bit this week and. He actually had a trade-in to me. It involved Eckler and Josh Kelly. And based on the other pieces of the trade, I was like, look, I, I can't trade you for this unless I can increase my wide receiver. And so if I can find another trade, trade a couple pieces away and get another wide receiver, then I can do the trade with you. So let me look around. I got tied up, wasn't able to look around a whole lot. And so finally, all right, trade deadline. I got to make something happen. So I find a trade I think will work really well. And so I look at it between me and T. Reed. So I text T. Reed. I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? And it was for Robert Woods. And he said, dude, I literally just traded him to Justin. I mean, it couldn't be a minute after. <laughs> it, was, it was one minute after. And so I guess Justin shot himself in the foot because I couldn't trade anymore with him. But I'm kind of glad for that because Eckler – Kelly and Robert Woods combined for a grand total of 6.4 this week. So I'm okay that the trade didn't go through, but it was it was close. Yeah, when the grass is green, it's real green, huh, Joes? Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, n- another good week from you. Uh, I know you're feeling good about that. So uh, 
tough week for the Nard Dogs, but very confident my man's going to bounce back. All right, so let's move down uh, to the commissioner's excellent matchup against our boy Jonathan Gary here, Dinkin Flicka. Um, just quick shots on my thoughts like, uh, boy, my team just ain't real great. Um, pretty stable, right around 100 points, but there's precisely zero upside um, from this crew. I was really happy to start my man uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., um, who had precisely zero points for about three quarters uh, before he actually got one rush attempt. So mm. very, very happy to have him. I believe I therapeutically dropped him Wednesday, I think. Just just woke up and realized that I didn't put any claims in and said I got to drop <laughs> Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, so, so that one felt good. Uh, as far as Gary's side goes, watching Odell Beckham Jr. go off had, had to certainly feel good. Um, coming in the big trade from Brett a few weeks ago. Um, other than that, Rodgers looks great. Um, I mean, I just got, you know, walked pretty good. Kansas City ported on late. Um, not not a whole lot here uh, cooking. Ch- the big Chubb injury um, hurts for Gary and uh, simultaneously. I hate, I hate a big Chubb injury. Hey, oh. That's the worst. <laughs> Nothing worse. <laughs> uh, uh, really helps me out on the hunt side. Um, so sort of sort of thankful probably the first injury i've gotten uh, the good side of so uh any thoughts on this one just looking at the the lineup that gary started last week the players that he started he's got three of them questionable and then of course chubb on the ir so great matchup this week but i think moving forward he's gonna have to make some adjustments i'm sure it's not the not the future he was looking forward to that's right well, he'll get McCaffrey back, though, and I think he'll probably feel pretty good. Oh, my God, he's got three wins already. No. We're crying over it. <laughs> it's perspective. See, this is what we need T-Read on the show. That's what we need him on the show for is perspective. For these guys whining in the group chat, my team, woe is me, with three wins and over 500 total points. Yeah, try being 0-4, ass hat. <laughs> we also need him for the color commentary. Uh all right, let's let's move down. I'm gonna skip one. Let's go to Aunt Pam and new team name of Threat Level Midnight, Astrid, Mrs. Commissioner Shelvin Oaks Jones. Um, looking down the matchup, a really strong week for Grubs. Had a lot of a lot of guys do really well. Joe Mixon obviously highlighting that big game. The Bengals actually kept it close. I think that's what allows Mixon to uh, thrive. Um, anytime they get in passing situation, Mixon kind of yields to. Uh, the other backs there. Uh, no surprise, Mark Andrews in the end zone, um, and uh, a decent week from Stafford. Uh, Allen Robinson getting in the end zone probably feels a pretty good. Um, I don't know. And then on Shelby's side, uh, a flop pretty much across the board. Josh Allen, who I was notably and documented well on this podcast, a fan of from the commissioner. Um, again, put up a, another solid Rewrite quarterback history. week. Rewrite of history. Go ahead. <laughs> it's somewhat history. No one's, no one's listening to the pot anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be verified because no one's actually heard it. <laughs> Tree falls in the woods, right? <laughs> um, yeah, Julio ended up going out early. Um, they got beat pretty bad. Uh, Shelby's running backs underperformed yet again. Uh, Josh Jacobs probably going to be fine. Jonathan Taylor is, is definitely the leader in that backfield, but... Um, you know, cer- certainly a little underperformed there from her side. Grubbs, what are your thoughts on your matchup? No, nothing. I, I finally broke through and had a good week, and Shelby had a bad week. I mean, it was just um, all like 
all of my players pretty much performed, uh, other than my top my top two in Hopkins and Miles Sanders, they both underperformed, and everybody else uh, outshot their projections by a pretty substantial margin. So it was just it was nice to to finally put up big numbers because after three weeks you start doubting your squad, you start thinking, does my is my team really suck? When you think I actually kind of like my team, it's okay. It's I mean I didn't love it, but like to just actually finally have a good week gives you some confidence. Yeah, and just gotta gotta feel good. Um, so let, let's keep going down with the matchups here. Let's move to Stinton here and our boy Studale um, at Shroot Farms. So Studale continues to impress week in and week out. Somehow his team lays out pretty, pretty big points. Uh, headlined with, of course, Dak Prescott, which if we pause for a second, you know, the Cowboys, as notably stated by T. Reed earlier, they do not look great right now. Their defense is incredibly bad. Um, but I think that leads for some positive game script for Dak, and he's really made the most of it. Um, looking down, Will Fuller, who I will never own, uh, had another big week. And then uh, Mr. $1 player Justin Jefferson uh, with another big week. Um, Grubbs, what are your thoughts on that Vikings receiver core? Bro, you wasn't a $1 player. You drafted him on Stu's team after you left. Um, I guess that was the one dollar you're talking about. Right, yes. I thought you were talking about a fab bit. Stu's token SEC player. <laughs> um, no, I mean, Justin Jefferson's really come on strong the last two weeks. Uh, he got over 100 yards on, I think, four catches, which is not going to happen very often. Um, so I think volume will continue to be a concern because, you know, um, I'm, you know the Vikings like to run to set up the run, so they're uh, they're not going to have that kind of game script unless they're really down. But their defense is so bad that oftentimes it's going to force them into that game script that they don't want because they want to hand they want to put the the ball in the belly of Dalvin Cook thirty times a game if Mike Zimmer had his way. And so I mean, that's a great plan. I, I like it. <laughs> if Jesse had his way too, it'd be the same. So we'll see if that if that continues. I think Thielen's in a much better setup to thrive, but. But you know now that they can't roll all the coverage over to Thielen when when Jefferson's a, a threat, I think it's going to help out a lot. That's right, I agree. Um, Mike Davis still looking good, um, turning out to be a good pickup. One more week till he turns into a pumpkin. <laughs> hey, well he's getting he's getting the most of him uh, on Stinton's side of the ball. Um, just a little bit of an underperformance here from Zeke and James Robinson. James Robinson's look good. Um, I think Stinton's got to feel good about having him. Um, but just get, getting the bagel from Brandon Cooks probably uh, prompted the team name change um, and kind of kind of under underwhelming. Other than that, so we all pretty, know. Pretty sure that uh, the the uh, Texans GM was also starting him in fantasy because Bill O'Brien got the swift hook right after that. You got you got to think he was starting Brandon Cooks in fantasy <laughs> just like in changed his team name and everything. And he was like, you know what, it's time for. For Bill O'Brien to get out of here. Yeah, there's definitely something personal there. Um, we all know Stinton's getting um, Mike Thomas back in the next couple of weeks, so I think he'll feel good about that. Uh, let's move on over to uh, our boy T. Reed here. Um, yeah. T. Reed and Brett McIntyre logging the pillow fight of the week. Uh, Brett with his lowest points of the year, I believe, at 86-72, uh, barely squeaking out T. Reed at 77. Um, T. Reed, man, what uh, what happened? Uh, showed up to the draft. <laughs> you start there. Jeez. <laughs> started eating wings. Yeah. Drank some Miller Lights. Some cold beers. Started hitting the Camel Crushes. Great day, but man, did not turn out well. 
terrible performance. Just terrible team, though, and, and the record reflects that. So, you know, <laughs> what else can you say? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I thought, you know, Gallup after the last week going off pretty good, I thought he'd be in a good spot again. Um, just not getting the ball. Just you know, not just not getting Dak the ball. Dak throws for 500 yards, and <laughs> Michael Gallup has two targets. <laughs> <laughs> just the math is off somewhere. <laughs> so, so, something's not adding up for our boy Tyreek here. Uh, your boy uh, Dan Schultz got in the uh, – Yeah, he did. Dalton it, Schultz. It, Oh, Dalton? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, Dan. <laughs> Dan the man Schultz. Shows how much I know. Um, yeah, but T. Reed, uh, things certainly got to be looking up for you um, at some point. Um, or, you know, if you just stay here. I, mean, <laughs> I was going to say, do they? I mean, they don't have to. <laughs> they definitely don't have to. Um, yeah, bold start by uh, Brett to run uh, Andre Isabella out there. It's probably Andy Isabella, I think, actually. Yeah, well, Andre sounds pretty good. <laughs> Andre sounds good too for for this matchup, um, and then uh, a strategic start by Logan for Logan Thomas at the tight end spot was really uh, really handy there. He's so promptly dropped, pr- promptly dropped, and Calvin Ridley laying a bagel was probably a huge concern for him. I imagine Ridley's been shopped around a decent amount, uh, but as as it stands, uh, T. Reed with a tough loss and uh, Brett squeaking out a, a win when he probably shouldn't have. Uh, but anyway, so let's move on to probably what's the matchup of the week. We had three and O, Mister Stephen Adams, great friend of the show, taking on uh, Josh T of the of the Boner Champ Clan, um, and really, really a great matchup all around. Grubs, what you thinking? Uh, I'm not looking at that matchup right now. I just know that JT had one of those weeks that where everything clicked and. Uh, and Steven didn't. And so it was one of those where I bet you the projection might have been the biggest discrepancy going into that week. Uh, that Stephen A was probably supposed to be, you know, projected to really run away with it, and JT rolled. Yeah, JT had a great game for sure. Chark, Cooper, Melvin Gordon, and Chris Carson all eclipsing 20 points. I mean, anytime you're getting that kind of production, you got to feel good. I got to be honest, I don't know that I've had a single guy score 20 points all year. Josie, what's that feel like? I mean, it's better than taking the ACT for sure. I suppose that's true. Yeah, and Josh, not only the win, but just the points in general helped him out a big big deal because, I mean, he was sitting at 11th before this. The points plus the win shot him up four places in the ranking, so he's now at 7th. I mean, at this point, Lee, that's what you've got to do to get out of ACT watch. And so he's definitely trending in the right direction. The entirety of our league is just about, can you get out of the bottom four of the league? <laughs> like, the, like, we don't even talk about the top of the league. We don't talk about who's winning. We just talk about who's not losing. Nobody Nothing cares. Else matters. Who did win last year, by the way? No one knows. No one cares. No one cares. <laughs> Who has the trophy? <laughs> all, all I know is that Stu Shoemaker in a pool with the trophy was, was one thing I'll never forget. <laughs> Um, so yeah, t- t- tough week for our man Stephen A. Uh, Josh Teague in a great win. Uh, team really looking, really looking strong. Um, so I think that's going to do it for our matchup recaps. Uh, great week, really, uh, really fun week. Uh, I think we've got some work to do. Uh, I think the trades need to increase a little bit, um, at least over the course of the next few days. Um, speaking of speaking of trades, I guess. Um, we kind of already talked about it a little bit. T. Reed, any thoughts on your trade with, uh, since Josie mentioned earlier, what are your thoughts on the trade with J-Ball? Late uh, the I need, uh, need running back depth. Um, 
for the extent of it. Mike Evans, of course, is, was a huge kid as well. And if God went out too, he should, I mean, just get that many more targets. Um, so hopefully it turns out in the long run with Malcolm Brown. Yeah, for sure. But we'll see. Yeah. Well, I think I think we're all rooting for you. I mean, as a commissioner, well, I thank you. As a commissioner, I root for everybody to win each week, uh, and I'm wrong half the time, as it turns out. How it's how math works. Um, all right, so let's get into a little bit of buy or sell, right? So we had some, we had some, uh, we had a good run with this last week. So I think we're gonna give it give it a shot. Um, we're gonna introduce a new name um, for this name. I'm gonna turn it over to Mr. Logan Grubbs here. Yeah, I thought buyer sell. I mentioned last week on the pod that buyer sell has been used too much, so we need to we need a Bragger League specific context for that. And so I came up with uh, trusty or Aunt Pam Busty instead of trust or bust. That's what we're going with. And so, hey, this segment sponsored by Aunt Pam. This section this section is definitely wherever you are. Definitely wherever you. Thank just, you, Aunt Pam, for all of the humor over the years you provided for for this league. JT, shoot us a text and let us know where she is. Yeah, let us know what Aunt Pam's up to. I'm going to go out on a limb and say she's not listening to this. <laughs> we not. send a gift basket. We really should. And, not, and to Wisconsin. I'm not sure Josh T's listening to this. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so for my for the first uh, question for the commish on Trusty or Aunt Pam Busty, um, let's actually want to – I'm not sure where I want to start with this, but I'm going to go with – let's go with Calvin Ridley, okay? A guy that comes on, has this huge uh, opening to the season, and now puts up a complete bagel – on Monday Night Football, where I'm sure Brett was ripping his hair out at how many targets Zacchaeus and who was the other no-name receiver that I'd never heard of before uh, was getting all these targets, and Calvin Ridley got four on the first drive and had one the rest of the game. So I guess my 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 question is 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 Calvin Ridley a top five receiver? We've got Julio Jones out, so from here from here moving forward, not like end of the season, from here moving forward, Calvin Ridley. Trusty or Busty as a top five receiver? Ooh, I like my man Ridley. Uh, Ridley's a great player um, and a good system. Um, they're obviously going to trail a good bit. Uh, the The bagel's concerning. Um, e- anybody with a floor of literally zero is is certainly a concern. Um, and so, as a top five guy, um, I think you're really in the elite there. I- I'd imagine that the Seahawks receivers probably get pretty close in a couple of those. I'm sure Nuke's up there. Um, Are we talking top five on his team? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, according to all the targets I saw go to Zacchaeus, um, I would say uh, he may not crack the top five on his team. Uh, But uh, I'm going to say Busty. I I, I think probably Devontae Adams squeezes in ahead of him too. Um, So I'm going to say Bust. I'm going to say he's outside top five. So wait, who are your top five then? Devontae Adams. You said also in, in, in conjunction with who? Uh, let's go Adams, Nuke Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, Tyler Lockett, Ooh. and Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. That's right. He's coming off that's he's coming true. off that's this right. week, probably. So. That's right. Alright. Um that's fair enough. I'm gonna throw this uh trustier Aunt Pam Busty over T Reed's way because this is for hit for his both his alma mater and his favorite team. So we're gonna throw we're gonna take the Shroot Farms uh, leader, Dak Prescott, who is on pace 
for over 800 pass attempts. The defense is so bad that he's going to sh- – like at this pace, he would shatter the NFL record. I think Matthew Stafford one year had 725, and he's on pace for like 804 or something like that. So the question is, is Dallas's defense – Bad enough that Dak Prescott will set the all-time record for pass attempts in a season. Trusty or Aunt Pam Busty, Tyler Reed. I'm trusting that 1,000%. Listen, listen. He hates it. Listen to this. When your best defensive player hasn't played a down of American professional or intramural football <laughs> or intramural. in five years because Alden Smith has had God knows how many DUIs and substances abuse. Like he hasn't played football in five years. That's your best. De- that's all you can come up with for your defense. Get the hell out of here. We're trusting. So yes, it. I'm trusting that. We are trusting it. All right, I like it. That means Gallup's a buy low. For sure. <laughs> all right, let's go with uh, let's go with some of these injuries. Then we'll we'll take the Nick Chubb injury on Dink and Flicka's team and how it affects the commission's team. So uh, while Nick Chubb is out, Kareem Hunt is a top five running back during those weeks. Jeez, top Trusty five. or Aunt Pam Busty, Kamish? Uh, God, they run the ball. God, they do. They do. Um, dang, man. I, I don't know. It's 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 tough. Um so Kareem Hunt's got the talent. So we talk about handcuffs all throughout the year, and who could, who could you trust? Like who can actually be a star? There's only a few of them that could actually truly be, you know, top ten guys. Um, Hunt's one of those. Man, five's just going to be hard to crack, uh, in my opinion. Um, I'm I'm going to say he's close because he's good, but I I'll call it a busty. I think so. E- even as the owner of Kareem Hunt, while Chubb is out, I. S- Oh jeez, I don't. Uh, I'm, let's call it a bust. Let's just yeah, yeah. Give me a bust on that. All right. I'm putting like seven or eight. All right. Yeah. Like, and, and I just can't tout my own team. Your 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 final trust or trust or Aunt Pam bust goes to Josie Gibbons, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you. We've got Justin Russell, who has now benched all of his roster except he told me the one guy who hasn't let him down is Jamison Crowder since he just got him last week and they accidentally benched him. So he said he's the only guy he's not trying to motivate by sticking on his bench. So with Justin spitting fire and taking names, the the truster bust of the week is Justin Russell will make more than two trades but before this coming Sunday. Trust or ain't pam bust. I've got to go trust you there. (laughs) (laughs) Zero hesitation, J-Ball. The gauntlet has been thrown down. Everything else in a vacuum, and that would probably still be a safe bet. (laughs) But the way that he is feeling about his team right now, I think we will all have multiple trade offers from him, and his persistence will pay off. I think he gets two trades before Sunday. More than two, though. He's got to get to three. I think he can do it. Uh, all right, it's been, it's been thrown down. He's so just, over-unders at two and a half. Yeah, that's like right. That. That's yeah. right. He's so. just got to squeeze out right a one-for-one one somewhere. Yeah, that's that's all it is. I have I mean, faith in my boy J-Ball. It's just math. I mean, it's volume-based. As many as he sends out. He's, it's just a law of large numbers. Yeah. you got to get something different. He's going to wear somebody so. down. <laughs> It'd probably be me. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, great great segment, Grubs, there. Trust your bussy. I appreciate creativity. Um Looks like Josie had his calculator out. You had some stats you wanted to toss at us? Get that pocket protector. So nothing crazy on stats this week, um, but did want to give us an update on the ACT watch. Mm. Um, always, always pressing. 
So we already mentioned that JT most important. JT got himself out of the the traditional ACT watch this week with his great performance. Actually, it was so far the the, re, the league record for most offensive points in a single week. So that's Good offensive points minus your uh, kicker and defense. So 131 points without his kicker and defense. So great showing there. Got him out of the ACT watch. So right now we're sitting at, based on league standings, the ACT watch is T. Reed, Shelby, and then J-Ball. So mm. the bottom three right now. But interesting enough, if we look at how each team would do if they played every team in the league each week and kind of calculate those numbers, we have a couple other names that enter into the bottom three when you look at it that way. And both Grubbs and JT are tied with only 15 wins out of 33 matchups. So uh, they're in the, I guess, hot seat. Not quite an ACT watch, but they're close. So, Yeah, and an uh, interesting note coming up for week five – uh, we've got uh, our buddy here, uh, T. Reed and Shelby, actually facing off for mm-hmm. a, a battle for battle for the bottom. Um, so I think that'll be interesting. It could be a could be a big indicator for what happens on the, on the true ACT watch. Yeah, you know, I actually reached out to my team this week and uh, you know sent them all an email and just said, you know, this week maybe just take a literal shit on the field. And it would be an upgrade from the performance you just put out. Be so, quicker, be yeah, over quicker. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Depends on what they ate. Speaking of dump their pants, it's just a great opportunity to remind us all that uh, Dak Prescott literally dumped himself in the egg bowl a few years back. That's debatable. <laughs> Let us not forget. Um, so yeah, a- ACT watch is going to be a good one. Um, I think now looks like we'll transition to some commissioner chat grubs yeah well i mean i i'm not the commissioner but i'll throw it back to you but but i guess i'm going to ask you what's what's the plan with this crazy covid season commish what have you decided because we need to get a ruling from you so we'll know when this season actually goes in the books as official what week will will we officially say that this counts if if the season happens to get canceled because by golly, the way things are going, it's looking gross right now. Yeah, appreciate the question there, Grubbs. Um, it's one that we definitely wanted to answer um, in this current week. Um, so there's there's a lot uh, I think that we have to consider um, with uh, COVID and then with just how the NFL is going to play the season out. Um, and so I, I think what's most important that you guys need to hear from me is that we'll take it in a week-by-week basis. Um, we we made uh, the adjustment last week um, that I thought m- might be, um, you know, in the best interest of everyone. Um, you know, going forward, we'll just continue to to look and, and make decisions as weeks progress, um, as teams progress, as more positive cases uh, pop up. So, I mean, guys, just be be flexible here. Um, like fantasy is still fun even with covid even when you lose your best players it's fun it's fun due, due to the virus shout out to our boy uh brett mcintyre so appreciate your patience last week and uh we'll expect more of that going forward 
As far as the season length, um, it's very fitting that we've got our boy T. Reed here. Um, I, I've been thinking. In, what are you trying to insinuate by that? That he's going to take the ACT? It, it kind of just dwell. I think T. Reed's scared he's going to take the ACT. <laughs> I'm so scared about it. You know, I think we're all scared we're going to take the ACT. <laughs> My math skills were good enough in high school, so I should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope so. It's um, the reading part that gets me. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not sure I could finish the reading portion right now, guaranteed. Um, so as far as like, in order for us to to like actually call this a full season and a punishment be handed out, um, I've really kind of been thinking about week ten. Um, I think the season will play out and and we'll end up crowning a champion you know, at the end of the year, just like always. But I think for the purpose of the ACT and for the purpose of the penalty, I'm thinking a 10-week season uh, is is appropriate. We're four weeks in, uh, so that's more than double the time left in the season, a couple extra weeks. And so since I got T. Reed here currently sitting at 0-4, T. Reed, if if I said you had six weeks to, to get yourself out of guaranteed ACT, do you feel comfortable? Do you think that's acceptable? I mean, the longer we prolong this, it's just the more losses I would rack up. Um, You're kind of rooting for a shortened season at this point. Sure, that's fair. <laughs> all right, mercy kill at this point. All right, so uh, all right, so 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 we'll do that, boys. the The season, the punishment will be enacted as long as we get through ten weeks of the NFL. I I, I have to say, my my gracious and loving wife just found out the other day that I'm owing four right now. And she gave me the most disappointing look that I mm. felt like I was one of her first graders who oh. just like ate the goldfish in the class or something. <laughs> it it just it broke me down. I was in tears that I'd let her down so bad. Haven't cried that much since the scene in the wire when Wallace got capped by Bodie. Oh, spoilers. Yeah. Oh. Gets me brutal. every time. Um, so send your thoughts and prayers uh, to the Reed household. It has not been uh not been great. Yeah. Yeah, from from Brooksy, you know, you know, turning his nose up at the grilled cheese yeah. to to Emily being disappointed in Terry's performance. Yeah. Um, Not the first time, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Won't be the last either. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right, t- ten, 10 weeks is uh, is what we'll go with. Um, and so we've also been flirting with uh, one last thing uh, from the commissioner before we close this one out. Keep it short for you guys is. Um, um, you know, each each year, you know, we're taking the ACT. So as we know, Stephen A. Suss take it for the past year. Um, so what we're going to do is, uh, instead of having Stephen A. take the ACT probably in January, and then waiting and have our new loser take the ACT at the beginning of next year, um, what we're going to do is the the loser of this year's season, the 2020. Uh, will actually take the ACT the same day, same location as Stephen Adams, uh, the loser from uh, the previous year, and will reveal both of their scores at the same time together. I hope they can put in the same room together. I don't know how the AC. I mean, I don't know how many people will be taking the ACT with COVID and everything, but I hope they're like right next to each other, like peeking over each other's answers with the moderator being like, "You can't do that. You're cheating." Be like, we're not getting into college anymore. Don't worry about it. Look, we know what you're doing. You're just you just only want to get have one moderator to have to get to, so that you can make fun of them in front of everyone, <laughs> so that in front of all the Makes sixteen my- year olds, it's pointed out that they are in there taking the ACT because they lost in fantasy football. It makes my job easier. It'll be pointed out when two grown men walk in there with gray hairs in their beard. 
<laughs> It'll be very obvious that they're not supposed to be here. Trust me, it's a little more obvious when the moderator says in front of everybody, "Hey, raise your hand in here if you're in here because you took the because you lost your fantasy football league." <laughs> So looking forward to that. Um, yeah. Well, so guys, that's going to do it for Hold this. Hold on, wait, wait, I got something else. I just thought this is off script, but I got to bring this up because we have we didn't address this from last week. We need to, we need to talk real quick, quickly about Kamish and Mrs. Kamish and their fab bids last week. Let me let me just do a little trip down memory lane. Uh, let's, we had let's T Higgins for one eleven from Astrid, and we had ninety three from Viewing Party. Okay, right right neck and neck. Uh, the next closest was 73. All right. Then we got Olamide Zacchaeus, who nobody was on. Nobody else bid. There was a $42 bid from Astrid, and there was a $41 bid from Viewing Party. Keep okay. in mind, Ben ma- made a bid for Zacchaeus and then watched the game and asked who Zacchaeus was. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. Then let's take Brian Hill. There was a bid for 78 from Ben, and Shelby came in at 69. Nice. And, nice, man. And Great bid. <laughs> I just want to know if one of y'all hijacked the other person's Yahoo account and and just happened to just go ahead and bid right next next door to it. Are we calling collusion here? I, I'm, just, already I'm just wondering what the F message is. That's right. She she has access to the text messages. Who's to say she doesn't have access to the fab bids? That's what I'm saying. So I'm trying to sell it. I'm saying there's something fishy going on here with the with the bids, and I want to know what happened under the Jones household roof. Yeah, so the burden of proof is probably on Shelby because I would have loved to have had T. Higgins and obviously Zach Hiss as well after the last game. Came but, within one dollar, forty two and forty one. Smells fishy. It does smell fishy. Babe, you're gonna have to explain yourself, I believe. We need a Noakes nose section session next time about does Shelby know his password. I think Noakes knows a little more than we thought she did. And I think she's I, I think, think she's been slow playing password. I do I do know that and Shelby every, puts it in for us. <laughs> I do know that every time I have to like log in on my phone, like I have to go to my app and click the green check mark. I'm not sure if that applies to this, but it's really no wonder that kept happening that last week because she was trying to log in. That well, two-factor authentication was giving her away. And Ben's like, I've already logged in. Oh, well, more access for everybody. Huh. Might want to consider changing your password this week. <laughs> oh, no way, dude. I can't, I can't, I can't, can't even remember can't, the first one. I can't change my passwords. Then they'll have to text me the number again. I have to input it in. And that right. makes me more mad. Sorry for the delay. I just wanted to bring that up since that was last week, and it was it was definitely on my mind. What the heck is going on? What article are they reading together? And there you have it, boys. That's going to do it for the <laughs> podcast. Uh, uh, appreciate you guys being here. Uh, we'll run around the horn here with uh, closing thoughts. Uh, we'll start with uh, Mr. Logan Grubbs. What you got? Uh... I'm just happy to be off of ACT watch for a week. It's a it's a territory that I haven't been in very many times in this league because I'm I'm constantly a seller dweller. Feel like you know a third of the league doesn't even know what players the teams reside on, but they still beat me like a drum every year. So just just to get that one signature, this might be my one signature win of the year. You know, it's just one decent 140 point game, and so I'm gonna relish in that for as long as I can before Stephen A, great friend of the show, beats the snot out of me this week. I keep still calling him Stephen A, but it's really Stephen Maxson. <laughs> ouch. Ouch. Yeah. Let's let's not forget who drafted that. A, a hero in uh, in the real life, though. Just what you got for us? Boys, just stay vigilant. Excuse me, boys and girl. Stay vigilant. Um, we're all just a few games away from the ACT, so we got a lot of season left. Um, I have certainly blown a five-game 
lead on ACT and then lost the league. So uh, no one is safe at this point in the league. Uh, so stay vigilant. It all comes down to one matchup and maybe six points like it did last year, so, or the year before last. So stay vigilant, enjoy, and uh, I'll be looking forward to a matchup with Mr. Commissioner. Yeah, I tell you who's not looking forward to that matchup, <laughs> the commissioner. T. Reed, what you got for us? Uh, you know, just pray my son loves me again. Uh, just all we can hope for right now. <laughs> what is this life? It's the only positive any of us can bring. I think he's just mad at you for already in his life causing him to love so many terrible teams. That's got to be true. He's yeah. like, Dad, I don't get this. None of our teams are good. What is wrong with you? I don't know. It's three generations now. So. In the words of Toby Ziegler, when you get home tonight, you're going to have the strong urge to drink. Trust that urge. <laughs> Manage the pain. Don't try and be a hero. <laughs> <laughs> well said. And, and that'll do it for us. Uh, this is Kamish. I'm going to head out. Um, boys, we'll see you all on the gridiron. Cue the outro music. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs>